0: Skinny and we're an ounce of Pyrex. I can't breathe. I can't believe that I can't breathe. Was final. They've been saying, Quit your crying. They've been choking since the 90s. Cross my arms and hope to die. I got sharpies on my mind. I keep carkis with my wine and I can party because I'm white. It was nice to meet your property. Oh, sorry, I meant white. Oh, my heavens, Devin. How's that party in the sky? This is Marty No McFly. Golden Arches, I despise. No more wardens for my mind. Put that pharmacy on. What, what a ward me. That's my. With the Eclipse Window From DIY TM, Bantoro Music Manager Professional, Wannabe Professional Amateur, Semi-Professional Artist Manager, Agent Promoter, etc. Podcast And I'm Talking about something today That I think can apply to All of the roles With Uh booking shows and i know booking shows is still a big part of the musician's um career and i try to talk about that as much as i can even though the way shows are going is kind of changing right now and i'm really i'm on a side note i'm really fascinated with that and i'm really studying that a lot like the the coming up and popularity of listening rooms and the diy venues and house shows and stuff like that i'm really thinking about that but this one is kind of applicable to all the roles like i said in probably all Mm -hmm. venues all promoters or managers of acts or acts themselves that are managing themselves and um i'm going to talk about two things that Go together. One of them is kind of a staple in what we do whenever we are looking to book shows. And then another thing is like an augmentation of that. And you're going to figure out what I'm talking about once I um, stop blabbing about the preface of it so the first thing we do and we might have mentioned this before when we send out a booking email is one of the things we list is a sounds like so if you're a grunge band that might fit well with bands that sound like nirvana or whatever else that's you kind of sound like then we put it in the sounds like so that way um as soon as the person opens the email the first thing they see is your subject line, but the body of the email is what they see next. Hopefully it's concise. It saves them time. So we try to save time by doing it sounds like. So if you're um, a white rapper, it sounds like Beastie Boys, sounds like Run the Jewel, sounds like Aesop Rock, whatever. So that really already gets them picturing in their head um, what the show is going to look like if they want to buy your act or if they want to like start talking about working on a deal for whatever date or dates you're working on. So that is very purposeful because it it, it saves them time, which they love, at least I think most of them love and I definitely love um, saves them some time, but also it starts doing your sales thing. Cause don't get it wrong. Like when you're booking, you're selling yourself. So with that, that long bio that looks very contrived, where you're talking about, you came from wherever and you had adversity, but really you probably didn't. Um, like they can see right through that. They also don't like that. There's a lot of verbiage that is insincere. So, um, that's not good, but if you can like just be effective with the the limited amount of attention that you have from these people who are getting hundreds of emails a day, then you can be very effective at selling your act, which is at the end of the day what you're doing. Whether you're selling it for a free show or you're selling it for you know three to ten thousand dollars, depending on like what you're worth at in that market at that time, which is a whole another thing we could always talk about. Um, so I love the sounds like because it gives them, it starts, it saves them time, but it also starts getting them to picture the show. So once they start picturing you performing at their venue, whether they've heard, clicked on your music link or not, they're already thinking about other acts in the area that they can put on as support to help make this show, make this show happen and be profitable for everyone, hopefully. So it it already puts the show in their mind. They're already picturing it, which is a a huge thing in sales because they, people that are buying stuff, they want to be able to picture themselves using your product a lot of times. and your product is the show your band whatever you're offering so the thing that i'm excited to mention or maybe talk about a little because i haven't really thought about it a lot um since i've only been thinking about it for like a day or two is um we're going to work with one of our artists and augment that sales pitch which is the booking email with the sounds like with the links to the music with the link to the one sheet with the short blurb about them or some links to press or whatever all on the one sheet as well, is um, we're going to take the sounds like and evolve it one further for one of our artists. So, um, so take the artist. Uh, this is not our artist, and I don't want to like give away identity of our customers. Um, so, I'm going to use an example that I'm going to make up right here using what i said earlier and that is like so say you're a grunge artist or alternative or whatever and you have a sounds like and one of them is nirvana and if you think about the kind of shows people are doing that are successful um i know at least in florida i've seen a lot of them especially um south florida but there's tribute shows so Michael Jackson passes you do a Michael Jackson tribute show or DJ night where all they play is that or they play like on the the birthday of uh, Notorious B.I.G they'll do a Notorious B.I.G DJ night well you can do that with a band if you sound like Nirvana do a Nirvana tribute night because there might be other artists in the area that are kind of on the same same tone as a grunge band or alternative band that um, might sound the same way, or might have the same feel, or even if the the artists themselves, who have a good social presence, have that sort of attitude that um, that echoes the Nirvana, or I guess specifically Kurt Cobain feel, or <clears throat> any any member of their band, because it's not obviously not just him. So um, that was prominent, or is still prominent. So you can do like a sort of tribute night for like an artist, especially like artists that aren't around anymore or even you could do artists that are around anymore and they're going to be able to find local support and run a theme when you market a theme that's already branded like a Nirvana or a Michael Jackson or a Tupac or something like that. like the people already know what they're getting so it kind of makes it easier for the promoter or the booker or the venue to sell so you can say that your sounds like uh and then maybe have a little thing right at the end like this also goes really well with 80s dance party nights or um whatever that that the theme you could think of that associates with your band other than the ones i've already said and i don't want to repeat all of them over and over again but um i think that is a really good idea to just like you one little sentence goes good with these type of nights or good can also be with this theme or um like a johnny cash night if you're acoustic and whatever so um and especially if it's also something that say you're like a live electronic band as in like electronic guitar not electronic dj or anything but But you have an acoustic set and you could kind of translate as a Johnny Cash or whatever acoustic style that's kind of what you sound like when you acoustic it down, then like that's another way to help the booker in their mind picture the show and say, yeah, this is going to be a little bit easier for me to sell to our current base. And it's probably going to even at this point as a bonus going to draw people that might not usually come like if it's in a college town, they might not go to the um show for the the indie band that not everyone's heard of but only like other bands have heard of but they're gonna say hey we'll go listen to this indie band because they sound like this theme night that we're basing the whole thing around and i think that was a very interesting thing to think about and we're gonna be um trying with one of our artists and i'm excited to see what happens with it because i think it's gonna uh get more shows for their tour route and um, more shows is always good but also if you make it easier for the booker to do it and put it together with you then um, it's going to also probably make them more cash at the door at the bar so you're going to have more leeway than things that you do or the cash that you make at the end of the day so uh, I just want to share that with you guys if you have any questions obviously um, hit us up DIYT DIYTBentoro and thanks for listening, share, review I'm not sure if the the ending of this podcast right now says to share, review, and stuff like that, but um, do whatever, you, like, if you're interested or you think you know someone's interested, like, come hit us up on social or on the website or in the podcast, leave a rating, review, or share it with someone and uh, let me know. And I'm, I really do this because I want people to ask questions. Like, uh, we work with several artists of several different genres all the time, and uh, most of our time we spend is... is talking with people and help guiding them and giving them our two cents so um there's no cost or anything to do that just like let me know i love to stay in the conversation it's good it's good for us for us to stay in the conversation all the time so um don't be shy about that and do any of the other stuff i said too so thanks hope this helps peace hey everyone street, you can help what we're building by so sharing uh, anything you like I'm for my with people you think that might like, like it also um and sharing our sponsors diyt and bantoro we really hope that these short little bite-sized podcasts episodes flash briefings whatever do good for you and at least give you some insight if not what to do so um yeah we really appreciate it for real thank you